today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Harvey Levin here. Charlie Knapp here. Courtney here. Charles here. So Alec Baldwin uh, has just um, really just put his feelings out on the table on this George Stephanopoulos interview. But, you know, I think what they did to tease this is the most important thing and the most puzzling thing. And now the plot thickens. So Alec Baldwin said, shockingly, um, it couldn't have been his mistake. And here's why. It wasn't in the script for the trigger to be pulled. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. So no. you never pulled the trigger? No, 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 no. I, I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them, never. How did a real bullet get on I, that I, set? I have no idea. Someone put a live bullet in a gun, a bullet that wasn't even supposed to be on the property. You listen to that, and uh, we're, we're going to get into why this doesn't make sense, but it turns out that he's got some backup here. Yeah, from uh, the assistant director, Dave Halls. Uh, Dave Halls is the person who actually handed the weapon to Alec Baldwin on the set, and mm -hmm. his attorney is backing this up and says that even before Alec Baldwin, before this soundbite came out with Alec Baldwin, that Dave Halls had told her from day one that Alec Baldwin never had his hand, on his finger on that trigger, uh, never pulled the trigger. Here, so here's, what, here's what she said in the spec. Here's what she said. The entire time Baldwin had his finger outside the trigger guard parallel to the barrel and that um, he told me since day one he thought it was a misfire. And, I, I, and, and until Alex said that, it was just really hard to believe. But Dave has told me since the very first day I met him that Alec did not pull that trigger. This is just insane. How does how does the trigger actually go off? So then? There, there's a there's an issue with, I mean, we've spoken to weapons experts who say th that just doesn't happen. I mean, if you drop once, if you drop the weapon, all right, maybe that could happen. It but can, if you're, it can happen. It can if you happen. Drop it. Yes, but if you're, but if holding, you're holding it in your hand, that just doesn't happen. Is what every weapons expert has told us. Now, there's another issue with this. I'm calling it the magic trigger theory, because if nobody pulled the trigger, why did the gun go off? Mm -hmm. There's another problem with it, and it's based on the type of gun that Alec Baldwin was holding. It's a Colt 45 and, a, and an antique Colt 45 from, I believe, is it 18... 1873. 1873. The only way for that a, a bullet to be fired from that gun, it has to be cocked first. The hammer has to be cocked. So even if he didn't pull the trigger, let's say that that happened, he didn't pull the trigger. Why, if the if the scene did not call for the weapon to be fired, why, why, was, it, why was it cocked? And who cocked? The and weapon? by the way, and the, and why is there even dummy ammunition in it? If 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 he if he's not going to pull the trigger, I will say, why is there dummy ammunition? Because in it? remember, at this time, they were blocking the shot, is what they call it in Hollywood. They're, they're setting up the camera shot. So they want to figure out the right angle. If the camera angle, if the point of the, the ang this particular shot uh, on the camera was to show the bullet in the chamber, that's when they use dummy bullets. So if so, so if they put that, a dummy bullet so that purpose, when the yeah. camera looks at the gun, you will see a bullet in the chamber. Do you need to uh, cock? Do you need to cock the gun in order no, to see that? No. No. So why absolutely was absolutely not? So then the question: Why was the gun cocked? You know, again, he, Alec Baldwin, and now Dave Halls have both said uh, Alec's finger was not in the trigger. No one we spoke to said it is even possible to fire a gun 
with, you know, without your finger on the trigger. But that said, like you say, what's the point of cocking it if right. you're not going to touch exactly. it? You're not going to do it. Exactly. But I don't understand why is this just coming, coming Yeah, from. why is it just coming out now? The, the incident happened well, over a month ago. And oh, we yeah. saw him stop and talk to paparazzi, but fully I will say, say this, his guys. side. Well, you know, he didn't, he didn't fully say his he side. He didn't say his side. And, and there's a reason and, he didn't say his side. The reason you haven't heard this before is probably because his lawyer was winning. Talk. So he sat down for an interview and talked. Let me assure you that if this is any lawyer that I know, they would have said, God, don't do this interview. Mm -hmm. There's no upside to this. All you're going to do is subject yourself to cross-examination. If you're inconsistent, you may say something that's just going to be devastating. If there's a criminal or a civil trial, there is no upside when you're in the throes of litigation and a possible criminal case right. to talk. So there, I'm surprised this came out at all. Mm -hmm. But the only reason it came out this time is George asked the question and Alec then volunteered it. The paparazzi didn't ask that question. But you think if he's trying to clear his name, he would have just said it without right. even having to be asked. Well, except that's not something you want to you say. Don't offer for this it up. Very, you don't offer it up. why say it now? You don't offer it up because it, exactly all of this could come back to haunt him. But because even if George asked it, then don't even answer if, the question. It's one thing if Alec Baldwin wanted to sit down and talk about his feelings about losing Helena, about uh, the what what his relationship was with her, how much how devastated he is by this tragic accident. Mm -hmm. And I do believe it was an accident. Oh, it but was an accident. It's clearly an accident. Yeah. So he could talk about that, and even that a lawyer would say you shouldn't do. I but, know, I know but somebody. That would be, but to get into detail of of the gun, and that's the problem. Once you, I, I know once somebody, you open the door. Once you open the door, the door blows open. Right. And I know somebody who is involved in this, let me just call it a case, because there are several cases going right. on. They are just licking their chops over this. And they're already doing that because- like on what side? Well, not on Alec Baldwin's side. Clearly not on Alec Baldwin's side. Because they, they know that the weight of the evidence here is it doesn't fire when your finger's not on the trigger. Well, it also said it was a well-oiled machine, and we even picked that apart. We're like, yeah. why is he saying that? That's clearly not the case about his production company. Someone died and was injured on set. Well, well not just that live ammunition is in a gun. Apparently, there's target right. practice. But I also just think he yeah. met with Helena's husband afterwards, Alec, and like mm -hmm. had like lunch and everything. Did he tell the we husband? We have no idea what I he know, said. Well, but I thought like, what was interesting is we had actually reached out to Helena's uh, husband's attorney to try to get a comment about this case, and they had absolutely no comment about, uh, not about the case, sorry, about his interview that he mm -hmm. did and this claim and they didn't have any comment which you think they would say something like how saddened they are or I mean anything maybe they unless don't know his unless his lawyer is telling them no I think the lawyers probably be like no don't answer. feel like maybe there's some no. settlement no. that we don't know about Just no, 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 trust no, no, no. trust me on this one they're not going to say anything now they don't no, need why to. Would they don't need to no not only no don't need to why would you why would you eliminate the element of surprise. And why would you show your cards before there's even a decision on a criminal case? Right. And by the way, Helena, they haven't filed yet. So there yeah. hasn't even been a lawsuit filed. So they're not going to do that. But they yet. can settle without any kind of filing. Well, they're way short of settling right now. They're they're still trying to figure out who's at fault. And yeah. settlement's not even on the table right now. But it's really a mess. And again, I don't understand why he did it. No. And I'm sure he had his reasons. But the fact that the gun was cocked 
really makes his story difficult. It was a really emotional interview, too. You can see him, like, crying at points, like, really distraught. Like, you can tell this has really consumed him and, like, been such, like, a heavy burden on his life. So you do kind of, I, at least I felt for but him. The prob- but the problem is once he opens the door to, and it's fine if he wants to express that, but when you open the door and you sit down with George Stephanopoulos, then you're also going to get the question about, how did the gun get fired? How did the live ammo end up in there? And that's the stuff that he should not be talking and about. how is the set what? maintained this way? I mean, there are going to be a lot of questions. Well, why did yeah, the AD yeah. go along with him? Because the AD's in the same boat as Alec. And he if handed they can, the gun. And if, they can, yeah, and if they can make this somehow look like this is a manufacturer's defect or a defect with the gun, it absolves them to some extent. And that may be their only out right now because otherwise... You know, they got yeah. problems. Okay, we got to move on. Let's do Demi Lovato because I think this is really interesting. It is. Um, Demi Lovato had said, uh, made a reference to a, a term called California sober. This was months ago. Uh, and what they were referring to was the fact that if you're California sober, you can, you occasionally use drink alcohol and smoke you marijuana. smoke marijuana. Mm-hmm. And Demi Lovato was making it clear that that was something that they were doing. By the way, California sober is a term invented by people yes. who have issues <laughs> and not 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 by recovery people. Right. Exactly. Well, uh, Demi Lovato has now said, I no longer support my California sober ways. Sober sober is the only way to be. So I think that somebody in the recovery community um, definitely got to Demi Lovato. And the other theory is that something may have gone wrong with them. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that they realized this is not a road I want to go down again. Right. Right. And which and- you kind of have to give them props, right? If they, they tried something. They thought it would work. It didn't. A lot of people, oh, yeah. though, in the recovery like community have spoken out against this because a lot of celebrities have said that they were doing the California sober thing. Remember the weekend said he was California light mm-hmm. or sober light, which basically he was only smoking weed and drinking, like still wanted to partake in the fun, but wasn't doing any hard drugs. And a lot of people at that time were like, uh, that's not the way to go. OK, this is this is just I- I'm sorry. This is ridiculous that if you talk to anybody, who's anybody sober. who no, who specializes in this in addiction, they, in they, they, they will tell you an addict can't use anything. Right. In fact, there are issues with addicts when they actually have surgery, where they have to get drugs, painkillers and things like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. It becomes a really big issue. It's so severe that even medication becomes an issue. The idea of saying, yeah, I'm an addict. I have problems with substance abuse, which means you can't control the intake, but I can drink and I can smoke. It's like, no, you can't. And it's a basic thing in recovery. But it's a learning process too, right? So what's the difference between, and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to drag Demi Lovato here, but what's the difference between Aaron Rodgers coming up with a theory about COVID and Demi Lovato coming up with a theory about sobriety? When both of them are. One thing I want to say, Demi Lovato didn't come up with this phrase, but they certainly adopted it um, and promoted it really. Right. Um, I, I will say this. They tried it. Uh, to your point, Courtney, they tried it. Mm-hmm. And even when Demi first talked about it, there was a, they got a lot of backlash from people in the recovery community. They tried it. And whatever the reason is, it didn't, as you said, Harvey, didn't take 
something was going wrong, mm-hmm. and they felt that they needed to make a well, change. Okay, but and I and I I just want to commend change. Demi. I just want to commend Demi for actually making the change. I I agree, but there is one thing, and I do think this is a big issue. Demi Lovato is an influencer, mm-hmm. and right. when people who are struggling hear this, especially if they're saying. I don't know that I can quit, but now I have an out because Demi Lovato said I can be California sober. That's dangerous for people to hear who are struggling with this. I agree. But Demi has also said. I know people who who actually did that. Um, And I just hope that I just hope that Demi didn't get to a point and we don't know. I hope that this didn't get to a point that Demi relapsed and and Demi was actually able to stop it, you know, and and make that that decision for uh, for themselves. So. Yeah. Okay, we're going to move on to Jesse Smollett. Oh, the I gift that keeps am on giving. Fascinated. <laughs> fascinated by this. Nearly 3 years later. Oh my goodness. Uh, here we are as Jesse Smollett is on trial right now for the allegedly staged attack in Chicago. I and think he now has an opening to be found not guilty. I, I don't can't think disagree so. with well, you more. I said an opening. I didn't <laughs> say <laughs> said Here's why Harvey is saying that is because the star witnesses for the prosecution uh, testified this week, the and that would brothers. be the Asandero brothers. And we should mm-hmm. say there are really only three people who count here because they're the only person who were on the street that day. Yep. Yeah. And that's that's uh, the Asandero brothers and, and Jesse. Jesse. Right. So the Asandero brothers, one of them testified about something that we had learned, uh, God, I guess it's almost two years ago now. Um, three. Three. Yeah. 19 three years ago. Oh my yeah, gosh. it was January But when the text messages came out. So what I'm referring to, these text messages between the brothers and Jussie, where uh, they're referencing them getting uh, drugs for Jussie. Um, cocaine. Cocaine. Molly. Molly and uh, marijuana. Yeah. And they had said back in 2009. They had said back in 2019 um, there were text messages where one of the brothers said that he used that Jesse used Venmo and PayPal to pay for these drugs. Right. Well, uh, the testimony this week from one of the brothers it was the, it, <laughs> he wanted to make the point: I am not a drug dealer. I don't sell drugs. He's basically saying I was the middleman. Yeah. I'm not the person. Who's well, no. Dealing drugs. I think he's just saying I gave him the drugs. He, he said he supplied drugs to him, but he's not a dealer. He's a I don't sell. Right. I don't sell. It's like the free party, sell Harvey. Drugs. No, but hold on. He's saying I don't sell because if he says I did sell, he's then open to criminal no. prosecution. Yes, he is. But yes, he is. Harvey, no, no, no I'm you, sure that he has a deal. Hold on. He's he's he. There, the, both of the brothers are there as prosecution witnesses. They're did not they, going to talk about this if they're if they're well, at risk of then, being prosecuted. Did they give that. him immunity for that? Maybe, or they're not dealers. Okay, but if they're not, why would why would one of them why would one of them mention Venmo and PayPal? Because that's how they got the money. Basically, they fronted (laughs) for Jussie. Oh my God, Charles! Harvey, it's like if you go get alcohol for a bunch of people. Yes. It's no. like, hey, you're already there. Can you just pick me up some, and then I'll Venmo you, you, you when you get here? You're wrong. You're wrong on this, and here's why you're wrong. Because oh, what they, what, no, because what they ended up saying was that Jesse would use his train. Because remember, they trained him, and what they said, what they said at one point was that the money that Jesse said he was giving for training was actually to pay for the drugs. Right. Okay. 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 So now they're saying. Well, we, we we just gave him the drugs. 
that they weren't that they just so Let's, basically uh, you've got I, I these wanna, extras I, who are trainers who are out of the goodness of their heart giving this rich that happens okay. a lot of the times okay. that happens I, 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 people say like hey I'm you want to smoke some weed and yeah hey you want to do this like, and just come back to hang this. out but with let, them. let's get to why you think we're, we're going to come back to this in just a moment but let's come back to this but let's come back let's get to why you think that this is an opening for jesse the fact is the reason the brothers are saying this uh, is that they want to seem uh, like credible witnesses and if the jury believes that they are drug dealers they lose cred credibility, right? So they're on the stand saying, look, I am not a drug dealer, and therefore you can believe everything I'm saying, and I, you can believe what I said about Jussie and the attack. Right. Now, but if the jury thinks that they're lying and if, they actually are drug dealers. If the jury says, wait a minute, I see these texts Jussie's about PayPal, I see these texts about Venmo, why would trainers give a rich guy all these drugs all Jesse needs to do is create reasonable doubt. Correct. Mm -hmm. So and that's, you and may you're right. and you may believe, oh, he didn't take any money. Mm -hmm. He was some kind of a mule or something. Right. Uh, but that's you know the jury may or may not believe right. that. But if the jury if has a doubt, absolutely right. I agree with you that it d certainly creates some doubt. doubt. Some doubt about whether their or not you can believe everything that the brothers say. And if their credibility gets shot in any way, it is an opening for Jesse to be found not guilty. Absolutely. Now, Harvey, you have a sleeping condition, right? I do. And you have, uh, from time to time, tr fair to say that you've had um, edibles that you... Every you, night. Every night. Wow. Every night. H have you always purchased those edibles yourself, sir? Or did Ooh, you ever Charles have somebody... coming for you, Or did you ever Harvey. have somebody... I don't know, pick them up. With my bring money. Bring them to with, you. No, with my money. And then you paid them. No, with my, no, no. So you paid them up front? Yes. Okay, but, and would you say the person who got it for you was a dealer? No. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, so. Prosecution rest. Was that your the, only time the, you've ever been on the, the court? I'm not mentioning any names of people no, who I, may have uh, no, fronted I, for you. I, no, but no, nobody fronted. First of all, it's legal here. First of all, First of yes, all, it's legal here. It is so legal in California. Legal. This is yeah. totally legal. I didn't buy cocaine. But I didn't buy ecstasy. I know we're talking I love that you're about clarifying we're talking that. about legal <laughs> no, marijuana. But I think that's right. really. If you're going to that, bed, that, no one thinks you're way, taking those. That's right. hugely relevant. The difference between a right and marijuana not legal and well, it you're might not be now. Uh, but anyway, it, it wasn't it bad. Let, 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 let me just say medical. If Courtney or Charlie or you or anybody went to MedMen and bought me edibles, that doesn't make you a drug dealer. You're just my Thank shopper. Right. And that's yeah. what they are. You're just, and that's, and that's Honestly, what the brothers are suggesting. The difference is the this difference is illegal. This is illegal. Right. They're not shoppers. You're right. They're shoppers. Are you calling El Chapo a shopper? El Chapo? El Chapo? El Chapo. That's how he got his name. El Chapo? Yeah, that's how he got his name. El Chapo is actually El Chapo. I don't know how people just started mispronouncing it. I don't know what happened. Guys, like, all I do is shop. Well, the uh, Beverly Hills police made swift work in making an arrest in this tragedy yesterday. Yes, the uh, the murder of Jacqueline Avant, uh, the wife of Clarence Avant, who is uh, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, an absolute legend in mm -hmm. the music and entertainment business. But when you say quick work, Harvey, that is an understatement. Um, they actually had the suspect in custody an hour after the shooting. An hour after the shooting. That's now, insane. they didn't realize immediately that it was the shooter. But according to Beverly Hills uh, PD, what happened was after the shooting of Jacqueline Avant, which is about 2.30 in the morning, 
uh, early Wednesday morning. The suspect flees Beverly Hills and goes to another home in the Hollywood Hills. And the police six end up, miles away, right? Yeah, about six miles away. And the police end up getting a call uh, for a shooting there. So LAPD, because that's their jurisdiction, they respond to this house and they find uh, the suspect, Ariel Maynor, a 29-year-old man. They find him in the backyard of this house uh, with a gunshot wound to his foot. What they found out is that he actually shot himself in the foot. Accidentally. While attempting to uh, pull off a burglary at this house. Um, was and, anyone in this house? No, uh, no one was. No one was hurt at this uh, gotcha. this other home. But they found him in the backyard. He, um, they take him into custody. They take him to the hospital actually to treat his wounds. Uh, and then the Beverly Hills police call LAPD. They start talking. Beverly Hills sends detectives over, and they said they got enough evidence. They know that that they are confident. Connected. This is the man who actually had been an and hour earlier at the Avant's home and shot and killed Jack. And one of the reasons they found that out is because there was a lot of surveillance video. They were able to figure out the license plate number yep. in the car, and then they were able to match the car at the Hollywood Hills that location. Is, right. I watched so much First 48 in this case. That was so fast that they so found fast. him. That never happens on the show. It's crazy because there's video of him being taken out on a stretcher where you see him um, handcuffed, you know, to the stretcher. And he's, like, having a full-on conversation. You can't really hear what he's saying, but... I mean, he's very alert. I don't know what if yeah. he was under the influence of any of any kind, but you just see him like the desperately trying that to tell a story. Yeah, right. exactly. It seemed weird. Well, you know what's also weird? He shot somebody, and, and then you would went, think, and you would think you would retreat and right? hide. You go hide. You go Not hide. You go, go and break another house. Do another, another house. house. Right. It's crazy. Which is what makes me think he was under the something influence was, of something. something right. yeah. And he has on. like right. a pretty hefty criminal background oh, as well that hardened, we saw. Hardened criminal. Has, in uh, and out of prison. And he was uh, at the robbery. Was he had an AR-15 too, which was right. pretty crazy. Wow. This was uh, this uh, guy's. It is a a crime wise <laughs> in L A. It is a it's really a, scary time. Yes, yeah, L A. has become like New York was in the eighties. And and it obviously we're it's talking intense. about this case because, uh, you know, because of who the Avants are, um, but it's happening to people who are not rich and famous in L A. as well. So right. um, well, it's ha listen, scary. It's scary so time. it's so bad that the week before the shooting. Um, the homeowners in this area, Truesdale Estates, they all got together and they decided they were going to all hire a security, security company Armed security. because they were having so many burglaries of cars and, and homes. So it's really a terrible situation in L.A. And right so now. this wasn't targeted, right? Like they, they don't know. This They're not saying. Not they won't know. say They're not saying. They will, not, they they will say not say. OK. Happy birthday, Brittany Spears. Yes! Yes! Our girl turned 40. She is 40 years old. Huge milestone. And her fiance, Sam Asgari, did not hold back on the surprises. So he planned this event. They boarded a private jet. And, and uh, then, and then he, he sang then the happy singing birthday. started and not Brittany singing. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Oh, my God. Happy it's beautiful B. to you. Oh my God, thank you so much. Everybody cover your ears. Happy birthday, dear. <laughs> this is not from me, but... Baby, this is hot. I'm going to take credit for this. This is so nice. Cake. So adorable. So he I brought really her out hope of cake. his acting is better, though, than his singing. Because that was some <laughs> rough tune in. Oh, come on. It's fine.
fine. Well, they flew to, uh, which at first we were like, it was unclear where they went. But now we know they went to Cabo. There was a ton of fireworks that went off. Seemed like a private fireworks show. Mm -hmm. There was two um, like beach chairs that you can see like on the beach, which probably were for them. Looked like such a great celebration. She's like so happy in these videos. It's very sweet. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm Cabo. bearing the lead here. I, I, I I'm, love Cabo. I'm looking at the look on Harvey's Wait, face. Wait, Harvey doesn't he like Cabo? He has something he wants to say about Cabo. No. Oh, no. No, no, no. no not at all. Oh, okay. No, I, right. what, I, what I was thinking just was... She's, she's 40? 40? She hit 23 years ago. It has yep. been 23 old, years. Harvey. And she hasn't put out music in a oh. long time. I know. 23 years. By the way, I I buried the lead here. So Sam's post, the very last yeah. line said, happy birthday, my wife. Oh I hate when couples, I know, but I hate when couples do married. this. And Travis, Travis Scott yeah, they says always my wife, wifey for Kylie. Yeah. Well, look here, they're not married legally, at least mm -hmm. not yet. They've been like hashing out the prenup and stuff like that. I like and you he said, said they're not married legally, as if there's another way to be married. Like, <laughs> yeah, emotionally. Yeah. <laughs> Why? You can be. Well, dude, they're, <laughs> they're emotionally there married. Is yes, kind huh? of, no, they're actually. Well, there is. All right. Do you want to go? Well, that even that is. You you pushed me when we did TMZ Live. Here today. he comes. Marvin uh, v. Marvin. Oh. Marvin, oh. Marvin, oh. Marvin v. Marvin. Okay, but even that is. I was going to use that term. example. Oh. Hold on. But even that <laughs> is. Oh, yeah. Hold on. We're going to end. Courtney no, is going to explain Marvin v. Marvin. Oh, Marvin. Go, Professor. Go, Courtney. Uh, they were a couple that were never married. And then. Something happened with the money, and something happened with the money. Yeah, right, they you're, you're, split, and then yeah. someone wanted to make sure that they were taken care of, and it was right. like, oh, they've been together long enough that now there's a law. Marvin v. Marvin. Marvin, you should be so proud hey, that when that you drill bad. these stories into our heads I'm not over years proud. and years Why? and years, you didn't quite get she it. She got kind of. Kind of. I understood yeah. it because it was a Marvin and a Marvin, so it was hard to like keep it straight. That's a little true. Yeah. So it's like that Marvin wanted it, but not that Marvin. So I was trying to help you. Boy, Courtney, <laughs> oh, never mind. I'll tell you. Should I stop like 30 seconds yeah, ago? We should have. If, if yeah. we had any connection to Joe Biden, she should be on the Supreme Court, right? Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh awesome. Thank you. Okay, uh, guys. You can listen it, to Courtney. our podcast <laughs> just about anywhere. Yeah. Google Podcasts, Spotify. You can, get this, you can get this sparkling legal advice yeah. uh, <laughs> just about anywhere. <laughs> yes, Apple, uh, Google, Spotify, YouTube. Yeah, you yes. Enjoy have, your weekend. Have a good weekend, everybody. We'll see you Monday. Bye, guys.